C. diff, spores, and more is brought to you by Clorox Healthcare, trusted solutions for your infection prevention needs. Visit us on the web at CloroxHealthcare.com. Welcome to C. diff, spores, and more with your host, Nancy Kerala. We are here to discuss C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and other related healthcare topics. Now, here's your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome to the program today, and we welcome our listeners joining us. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Clorox Healthcare. For making this program possible, please visit the Clorox Healthcare website to learn more about their products. Keeping environments safer, cloroxhealthcare.com forward slash Radio. It's a great pleasure today to welcome our guests, Sue Barnes and Wesley Laporte. Sue Barnes, RN, BSN, CIC, and fellow of APEC is now working as an independent clinical consultant after retiring in 2016 as the national program leader for infection prevention and control for Kaiser Permente's eight regions, 38 hospitals, and 630 medical offices. Sue is board certified in infection control and prevention. And we welcome Wesley Laporte, is a graduate of Brigham Young University in Life Sciences. Before Phone Soap, Wesley focused intensely on cancer immunology research. He was published in the 2011 American Association for Cancer Research annual issue with two abstracts. And in 2012, Wesley co-founded Phone Soap with a consumer device that changed and disinfected cell phones simultaneously. I'm sorry, it charged and disinfected cell phones simultaneously. And now after three years of development, Wesley and Phone Soap are proud to release their medical-grade rapid UV disinfection device for cell phones and tablets, Phone Soap Med Plus. Right now, we'd like to welcome both Wesley and Sue to the program. And Sue, we would like to start with you and ask you if you wouldn't mind taking a few minutes for um, introducing yourself to, the, to our global listeners. Yes, uh, thanks, Nancy, and thanks to the C. diff Foundation for inviting us to participate on your show today. I think that our topic, um, transmission or potential transmission of infection on cell phones and tablets, is becoming more and more relevant in healthcare as we move through time, both in hospitals and in outpatient facilities as well. So let me start by describing the problem a little bit more. Phones and tablets, uh, tablets like iPads, are, are being used with increasing frequency in healthcare. And this is happening at a much faster pace than cleaning protocols are being developed and, and hardwired in order to prevent them from being involved in transmitting pathogenic viruses and bacteria and causing healthcare-associated infections. There are currently no clinical guidelines available for how and when to clean phones and tablets in healthcare, so it's really important that these facilities start to think strategically about this issue and approach it with a a consistent and in a standardized fashion in order to keep patients safe. Exactly. Thank you so much, Sue. And um, Sue, when uh, you have your cell phones, um, is wiping the cell phone off enough to keep them clean? 
Well, we know from lab-based studies that uh, microorganisms on the surface of a cell phone can be partially but not completely removed by dry wiping like with microfiber cloth. But partially is just not good enough for healthcare. Well, wet wiping with a germicidal wipe is the most common method of cleaning these devices in healthcare, but wet wiping might not be sufficient enough in all cases. I'll give you an example. In one operating room study, the majority, 94% of cell phones, were found to be contaminated prior to wiping, but even after wiping, 75% were still contaminated. So, you know, we know that cell phones in healthcare are so frequently touched with hands, and those hands are not always clean. And they're also touched with gloves that are not always clean. And, of course, they're carried into every environment in healthcare. And those environments are also not always clean. And to complicate that um, even further, the cell phone manufacturers have, have not yet adjusted their guidelines for use in healthcare. And they often require only dry wiping, which, of course, as discussed here, is not sufficient for healthcare. Sometimes they require products for cleaning the phones that are not even available and or cannot produce a disinfection effect. The most common cleaning and disinfection solutions used in healthcare cannot be used on mobile electronics without causing damage. So it's really complicated. It certainly is, Sue. And we all use um, our mobile devices a lot in healthcare. And you know what? Maybe you can take a moment and explain like the purposes that cell phones and tablets are being used in healthcare facilities and in hospitals. Yes. Well, first of all, Everyone, including nurses and doctors, typically carry their own personal cell phones. So, um, and those are just like the um, hospital dedicated cell phones are so frequently handled that cell phones in healthcare are commonly referred to now as our third hand, right? Because we touch those devices so often. Uh, the primary use in healthcare for cell phones is to expedite communication among healthcare providers, uh, which is really important. That's been a, a tremendous advance uh, in the quality of patient care. They're used by physicians to send and respond to patient emails, but also to access medical records. Uh, for instance, a doctor on the run can pull up information from the medical record um, or can also search the Internet without running to uh, find a computer. And doctors and nurses can also pull up lab results to share with patients and families. Um, nurses and other healthcare workers use them additionally for audits of clinical procedures such as hand hygiene. Um, patients sometimes are provided with tablets to register at outpatient clinics and also are used to provide in the hospital to provide educational information to the patients. Uh, 
And in some hospitals, they're also provided to the patient to video call their families. Right. And we see that a lot more and more as um, we go into doctor's offices and in different outpatient settings. Thanks so much, Sue. Um, Sue, would you mind taking a moment and just um, explaining to our listeners what type of germs have been transferred or have you found being transferred on cell phones from patient to patient? Well, that potential list is really endless, but it does include some of the most dangerous pathogens to patients. For instance, Clostridium difficile. Um, some even theorize that those two nurses who contracted Ebola in the Dallas hospital got the virus from a contaminated surface that could have been a mobile device. But more commonly, there's the risk of transferring antibiotic-resistant bacteria such as MRSA, um, vancomycin-resistant enterococci, and multi-drug-resistant acinetobacter. As a result of being exposed so often to antibiotics, these microorganisms are becoming smarter and are continually learning how to develop mechanisms to protect themselves from antibiotics. Consequently, the antibiotics over time are becoming less effective and in some instances not effective at all. That's why there's so much emphasis today on controlling the use of antibiotics and only prescribing what is absolutely necessary to treat known infections in the right dose for the right amount of time. Uh, The rate at which bacteria are becoming resistant to antibiotics is far exceeding the rate at which new antibiotics are being developed. Right, exactly. And... Thanks so much for sharing that information, Sue. Um, We have a question, and and Sue, are there any differences in cleaning cell phones and tablets in the home environment versus the healthcare facilities? Uh, Yes. It's it's really important to remember that in, in the home environment, people are generally healthy, right? While typically in the hospital environment, patients are sick, and some have poor immune systems, Some have contagious infections, and many have indwelling devices like IVs or urinary catheters, which basically provide a direct portal of entry for microorganisms. So disinfection, not just dry wiping, is important for cell phones and tablets in healthcare facilities to be sure they're not implicated in infection transmission. Okay. And so before we go to break, would you be able to explain what's the best way to clean and disinfect a cell phone or tablet? Sure. Well, right now we're guided only by the cell phones or tablets manufacturer guidelines. And like I mentioned, uh, those really don't line up with what we need in healthcare, uh, which is disinfection or sanitizing. They just talk about cleaning with water or dry wiping. And as mentioned, there are no professional clinical guidelines to tell us what to do. So in general, germicidal wipes are used most frequently, but more recently, it's been really exciting to see UV disinfection devices introduced specifically for cell phones and tablets. Uh, And we know that UV disinfection is very effective and it's quick. So until there are professional guidelines for cleaning and disinfection of these devices, 
healthcare facilities must really approach this with in a standardized, deliberate fashion. And one way to do that might be to incorporate guidelines for cleaning phones into existing hand hygiene protocols. It's also important to consider innovations being introduced, such as UVC disinfection. Exactly. And Sue, we really appreciate you sharing this information with our global listeners today. We're going to pause for a commercial break right now. And when we return, we will continue discussing contaminated cell phones and tablets in healthcare with Sue Barnes and Wesley Laporte. Please stay tuned and we will be back after these messages. Making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Because C. difficile lives on surfaces for weeks, because it infects nearly 500,000 Americans yearly, you need disinfectants you can trust. Clorox Healthcare bleach products, cited by more studies to kill C. diff than any other products. EPA registered to kill C. diff in as fast as three minutes. Trusted disinfectants to kill C. diff spores in hospitals, because even one C. diff infection is too many. Learn more at CloroxHealthcare.com. The C. diff Foundation offers global community support sessions. C. diff can affect anyone at any age, at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the C. diff Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. For additional information on handwashing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are listening to C. diff, spores, and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now, back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to the program, and we welcome our listeners joining, uh, joining us today. We are excited to reintroduce Wesley Laporte to our program. Uh, Wesley is co-founded Phone Soap with a consumer device that charges and disinfects cell phones simultaneously. And for cell phones and tablets, Phone Soap Med Plus is now being introduced. Welcome to the program, Wesley. Thanks so much. Happy to be here. Well, we're so excited to have you here, and thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us here at C. diff spores and more today. And 
Wesley, we know that UVC disinfection for cell phones and tablets is so important. Can you please tell us a little bit about phone soap and how it works? Yeah, sure. Um, so we uh, started phone soap um, almost about coming up on 10 years ago. In 2010, we, I was actually doing uh, cancer immunology uh, at uh, the university, and my cousin Dan, who co-founded phone soap with me, uh, sent me a study that was done that said that the average cell phone had 18 was 18 times dirtier than a public restroom, and um, I thought that was that was pretty incredulous. So, uh, um, since I was working in a lab, we decided to you know see if that was true, and so we swabbed every dirty surface we could find, uh, you know, toilets, handles, shoes, uh, my phone, uh, and it turns out that my phone was the dirtiest thing that we could even find. Um, uh, from a biomatter perspective. And so uh, we decided that, you know, that was a problem probably we're solving. Um, and we actually looked at different chemicals um, first on the market. And what we found was that um, for the chemicals to be really effective, they, um, you know, were actually kind of harmful to the phone. Um, back in 2010, you know, waterproof phones weren't weren't a thing at all, and so um, putting any kind of liquid on your phone was dangerous. But even but even now, uh, we find that um, uh, you know, new phones uh, ship with an oleophobic coating on the screen. So you'll notice that when you get a new phone, your your fingerprints don't stick to the screen, and it's really slick. But um, over time, that kind of fades away with use. Um, and if you put a chemical cleaner on it, it, it disappears right away. And uh, Phones collect a lot more um, oils and things that can harbor bacteria. Uh, so we kind of steered away from, you know, chemical cleaning and, and try to discover a way to clean phones without chemicals. And uh, like I said, I was in the lab at the time, and the, we, we used really large UV lights in the lab to disinfect uh, the surfaces we were working on. So um, that's when kind of the light bulb went off, and we... Uh, decided to make a UV disinfection device specifically for phones and um, on the on the com- consumer side. And what really helped us there is uh, we all use our phones all the time, and uh, the only time that we're, we're not using our phones are when we're charging them. So we designed phone soap to charge and disinfect uh, using ultra light at the same time. So instead of having to remember... To clean your phone periodically, you just, uh, instead of plugging it into the wall every night, you put it into phone soap, and phone soap charges and disinfects your phone at the same time. So when you wake up, your phone is charged and clean. And so that's kind of uh, how we started as a consumer device, and uh, soon thereafter, we were um, invited to be on Shark Tank, and um, which is a, a TV show in America, and we... Uh, had a really uh, great experience there, although intimidating. And we ended up doing a deal with Lori Grenier, which was a really great uh, deal, and we still work with her closely to this day. And um, and uh, she helps us a lot. And we've that really put us on the map, being on Shark Tank. And you know, a lot of people started to recognize our brand and what we were doing, and kind of our unique approach to you know disinfecting phones. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of that, we uh, hospitals started actually buying our our consumer devices. And as we started uh, realizing that, we got into con- 
contact with some of them and started talking to them about, um, you know, what they needed. And, you know, phone soap at the time was pretty much the only, our consumer device was the only, you know, good UV disinfection device out there. And we started uh, working with hospitals because the consumer device was built, you know, to kill common household bacteria like, uh, you know, staph and salmonella and flu and cold virus and, and things such as that. But we found out that in hospitals you have much harder things to kill there, such as uh, C. diff. So we started working on a um, device specifically for hospitals that would uh, meet hospital needs, um, not only in efficacy, but also in speed. Our consumer device, you know, people are cleaning their phones overnight, uh, but on our, um, but in the hospital, they, they really need speed. So it's not just uh, um, killing more difficult uh, things like spores, but it's also uh, doing it at speed. And so um, it took a, it took us several years of really listening to hospitals is what we wanted to do and what they needed, and we ended up developing a device that uh, disinfects phones uh, rapidly in just 30 seconds. Um, but it's also smart that keeps track of which devices. Um, were disinfected and when, so that, um, you know, to kind of help in the battle against hospital-acquired infections. And um, with hospitals, it it isn't just about keeping someone from getting the flu this year, like on the consumer side, but in the hospital, it's actually about saving lives. So that's important to us. Absolutely. And thank you so much for that, Wesley. Um, Wesley, what are some of the challenges with cleaning handheld mobile devices that you see? Yeah, the primary challenge is the fact that, that uh, like Sue mentioned, the devices are being introduced at a faster pace than uh, protocols for disinfecting them. And, of course, you know, they're touched, you know, quite frequently and not always with clean hands. Um, and they're always with healthcare workers uh, as they move from patient room to patient room, you know, devices deployed by hospitals, but also... Um, their own personal devices in some cases. Um, and phones in general are, you know, they're harder than they used to be, but they're still kind of delicate electronics. And, um, you know, they can be damaged by, you know, the more common disinfection solutions out there. Uh, but uh, there's there's also insufficient evidence to... Um, to direct how often the devices should be cleaned. And, of course, we know that devices can be contaminated with, you know, microorganisms, microorganisms even if they're not, you know, visibly soiled. Uh, there's been a couple studies actually published on the subject. Um, there's one study that um, looked at uh, five ICUs and, uh, you know, over a five-month period, and they noted that, that some of that on these phones that they studied, that uh, some of the same isolates with the same phenotype were found on the same phone 15 days apart. And the conclusion of that study was that because phones are contaminated with pathogenic bacteria, they can be a source of patient infection. Um, Another study found that pathogenic bacteria are present on approximately 40% of mobile phones belonging to patients in a hospital and approximately 20% of mobile phones belonging to hospital staff. Um, and, you know, a third study uh, studied an, as- an association between um, MP contamination and bacterial colonization of, of the medical staff and found that 
Um, 94.3% um, of staff members' uh, phones for whom bacteria was detected on their MPs, the same bacteria was detected on their hands. So um, phones um, and hand hygiene are inseparably connected in the hospital environment. They certainly are. And thanks for bringing those key points to light. Thanks, Wesley. And Wesley, what is the current practice for cleaning handheld mobile devices? Right. Well, um, in a survey about a, of, of 110 infection preventionists uh, a couple of years ago, they found that uh, 48% um, reported not having a, a hospital protocol for cleaning mobile devices. Um, those that had a protocol reported a wide variety of cleaning methods, including using a disinfection solution, wiping just wiping with a soft, you know, lint-free cloth, a germicidal wipe, rubbing alcohol, um, damp cloth, and, and then a few registered using UV light as a disinfection um, source. Um, so as for frequency of cleaning, there was no standard and no, um, you know, when visibly soiled was the was the, the basic thing that uh, trigger that... Um, for these hospitals, but, uh, or before and after, you know, daily use or once a shift, but the majority mm-hmm. of respondents also indicated not having a protocol restricting the use of mobile devices when wearing gloves or requiring hand hygiene prior to using mobile devices. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, more than, and that's, that was just one study and more than 60% reported not using any type of, you know, innovation technology to reduce the risk of, mobile device contamination at all. So, um, you know, it's it's not what it should be, I don't think. No, it certainly isn't. And thank you for pointing that out, Wesley. Um, we have about a minute before we go to break, Wesley. And would you be able to share um, about stethoscopes and the use and other items that healthcare workers bring in and out of the uh, patient's rooms with them? Yeah, I mean, obviously we're trying to, um, you know, break the chain, Um you know, for hospital acquired infections and stethoscopes are, are one of those, those items. And we've designed phones. So, you know, specifically for shared use mobile devices and, um, the things such as stethoscopes and badges, those are, you know, those are definitely on the list of, um, things to test and design, design products for. Okay. And Wesley, we thank you so much for sharing the information that you have today with, and key points. Uh, we are going to pause for a commercial break right now. And when we return, we'll continue discussing contaminated cell phones and tablets in healthcare with Sue Barnes and Wesley Laporte. Stay tuned and we will return after these messages from our sponsor, Clorox Healthcare. <music> We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. To help support the CDF Foundation, please visit our website, cdifffoundation.org forward slash donate, or call toll free 1 844 4CDIF. That's 1 844 367 2343. 
Join us in our fight against C. diff and help us continue our mission of educating and advocating for C. diff infection prevention, treatments, and environmental safety worldwide. Through your continued support, we can continue raising C. diff awareness and help save lives. Donate today. Visit cdifffoundation.org. Thank you. Because C. difficile lives on surfaces for weeks, because it infects nearly 500,000 Americans yearly, you need disinfectants you can trust. Clorox Healthcare bleach products, cited by more studies to kill C. diff than any other products, EPA registered to kill C. diff in as fast as three minutes, trusted disinfectants to kill C. diff spores in hospitals, because even one C. diff infection is too many. Learn more at CloroxHealthcare.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to C. diff, spores, and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now, back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to the program, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Clorox Healthcare, for making the program possible. And right now, we'd like to reintroduce our guests, Sue Barnes and Wesley Laporte, to discuss contaminated cell phones and tablets in healthcare. Right now, um, Sue, are you back with us? Welcome back. Welcome back Hi. with us. Thank you. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> Okay. I'm sorry about that. Um, the UV light disinfection in healthcare, really important topic. And would you like to take a moment and just explain the different applications for UV light in healthcare? Sure. Uh, UVC light disinfection is being used more and more in hospitals, um, primarily as an adjunct to manual environmental cleaning, you know, with elbow grease, so uh, the actual manual cleaning, uh, UVC is being introduced as an adjunct to that, so as in addition to make it even more effective um, because routine cleaning is done by humans, right? So it's never perfect. And we realized that moving through time, so UVC light in various formats uh, is being added in some hospitals um, in the ongoing battle to keep especially drug-resistant bacteria from uh, lingering in patient rooms and, and causing infections. A number of studies have proven the efficacy of UVC light for disinfection of surfaces. Adding UVC light to manual cleaning is, is felt by many healthcare facilities to be really important as there have been studies showing that even after manual cleaning, remaining bacteria can pose an infection risk to the next patient admitted to the same hospital room. So infections from multidrug resistant organisms, as we've discussed, are really tough and expensive to treat and can be really debilitating for a patient and their family. For hospitals, these infections also, of course, cause a, a burden of cost that often is not reimbursable. UVC light has also been used for decades in healthcare to also disinfect air and water. Um, for disinfection of environmental surfaces, there are two primary categories of UV 
uh, light disinfection. One is the mobile UV light units, and the other is high-intensity, narrow-spectrum, continuous light. So the mobile UV light units are rolled into patient rooms after the cleaning, the manual cleaning has been performed. And those systems have been reported to effectively reduce any remaining bacteria. Um, Obviously, the advantages of those devices include that they are easy to use and really require very minimal special training for the environmental services personnel. Um, The second type of UV surface disinfection is the high-intensity narrow-spectrum continuous light, which is visible violet-blue light. And this technology can actually be left on at all times since it's lower power and it can be used in areas that are occupied by patients and healthcare workers. So it's not as effective as the mobile units, but it has been shown in some studies to reduce surface bacteria at a slower rate and is not dangerous to human skin. Okay. And Sue, would you mind um, taking a moment to share with us a little bit more about the studies that prove that UV light is effective as the method of environmental disinfection? Yes, there are a number of studies reporting efficacy of UVC light um, as an adjunct, as mentioned, as an adjunct to manual cleaning of the environment. Um, And again, I, I can't emphasize enough that it's not designed to replace manual cleaning, but instead to improve the effectiveness of the cleaning. One large randomized controlled trial led by Duke Health uh, that was published in 2017 reported that the use of the UVC uh, device cut the transmission of four major superbugs by a cumulative 30%. So that's significant. Um, Another study was done at University of Pennsylvania, and that study concluded that UVC disinfection is fast, safe, and effective in reducing the risk of C. diff infection, which is uh, really the pathogen with greatest concern in healthcare today. Um, That study was conducted in three hematology oncology units. And the results showed that adding UVC to typical cleaning, manual cleaning protocols reduced the incidence of C. diff by 25%. Um, So according to that study, room cleaning with the UV disinfection added took only five minutes longer on average. So just adding that UVC disinfection added five minutes to the manual cleaning per room. Um, the primary difference between these devices and phone soap is that UVC light is fully contained in the phone soap device, so there's, there's no danger to patients or staff. There's no need to leave the room when the device is turned on, but it also is extremely effective in, in eliminating pathogens. Okay, and that's the important thing here, and thanks so much, for Sue, for sharing that. Um, Sue, are there different strengths of UV light Yeah, the way they're described is by wavelength, and there are three UV light wavelengths, UVA, UVC, and UVC. So it's A, B, and C. And the UVC wavelength is the germicidal wavelength. 
the UVC wavelength acts by destroying the DNA within the microorganisms. And with their DNA broken, they can't function or reproduce and they die. So UVC light has a deadly effect on all microorganisms, including viruses and bacteria. Thank you so much, Sue. Wesley Laporte, we welcome you back to the program. And we'd like to know, can you answer, are there any drawbacks to using UV light as a method of disinfection? Um, well, with, um, with mobile environmental UVC units, um, like Sue mentioned, um, precautions have to be taken to prevent exposure of the patient and the healthcare worker, um, their skin and their eyes, um, and only using it in rooms that aren't occupied. Uh, but with phone soap, um, you know, we put the, the tablet or the phone inside a, an enclosed unit. Um, so the UVC light doesn't escape. So there's no danger to patients or healthcare workers that are, that are using it. Wonderful. And Wes, can you tell us your plans regarding how to make sure hospitals know about your phone soap device? Yeah. So we've, uh, you know, we've, we've uh, spent a lot of time and have our phone soap med devices in several um, hospitals um, that are trialing the device, um, that are doing uh, studies, um, and we'll be publishing those studies in, in peer-reviewed journals um, and, at professional conf- and displaying their findings at professional conferences. So um, we really want to rely on, on the hospitals and the community to... Um, you know, use our device, test it to make sure that it's uh, really helpful in in um, in their environments, and that's allowed us to um, you know improve the devices over time. Has been it's been really valuable. Um, uh, we know from our experience already that word of mouth uh, by satisfied you know users of the device um, have helped boost awareness of our product. Um, you know, that's why healthcare um, initially started buying our consumer devices. So, um, you know, in addition to that, you know, sharing that information on social media, online, um, professional journals, um, et cetera, et cetera, we uh, hope to get the word out there to help solve this problem. Absolutely. And, you know, the C. diff spores are more. That's what we're so glad you're here today to get this information mm-hmm. out across to everyone listening on and how important this product is to help um, de- have a decline in the infection um, rate. And, Wes, how and where would your phone soap, UV disinfection units, be t- typically used in a hospital? Well, we've, uh, we've designed them and priced them. Uh, to be, you know, deployed in a in a healthcare facility almost ubiquitously, you know, in every room. Um, uh, anytime that um, the more of them, they're like trash cans. The more of them that there are in a facility, the more likely they'll be used, and more likely that uh, you know healthcare uh, workers are using them will reduce the you know spread of pathogenic bacteria in a facility. So, um, you know, we have hospitals trying them in, in the NICUs, in surgery centers, um, the OR, um, in patient waiting rooms, um, and in staff locker rooms. So really, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, different important touch points. And obviously for the staff, even with their personal devices, you, you know, 
they don't want to be bringing work home with them and vice versa. They don't want to be bringing anything from home to work with them on their personal device that might uh, potentially infect a patient. Exactly. And Wes, does your phone soap unit for hospitals require a lot of upkeep or maintenance or training or anything? Well, that's actually one. No, the one of, one of the things that we're most proud of is, um, you know, we started as a consumer device company, and so we're laser focused on making um, a really great user experience um, that's easy to understand, easy for you know a consumer to use, and oftentimes, you know, in professional environments, um, you know, the devices are overly uh, complicated and complex. But we've designed this. Um, you know, with kind of our consumer device background, and we've made it really easy to use. Um, it works right out of the box, minimal training, um, minimal upkeep. And just we've just really focused on that and made it, you know, really easy for a, a hospital to deploy and deploy in number. Okay. And that's all I can say is thank you for that, Wes. And um, right now, we are going to pause for a commercial break. When we return, we will continue discussing contaminated cell phones and tablets in healthcare with our guests, Sue Barnes and Wesley Laporte. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. <music> Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Because C. difficile lives on surfaces for weeks, because it infects nearly 500,000 Americans yearly, you need disinfectants you can trust. Clorox Healthcare bleach products, cited by more studies to kill C. diff than any other products. EPA registered to kill C. diff in as fast as three minutes. Trusted disinfectants to kill C. diff spores in hospitals, because even one C. diff infection is too many. Learn more at CloroxHealthcare.com. The C. diff Foundation offers global community support sessions. C. diff can affect anyone at any age, at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the C. diff Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing. Number one in infection prevention. For additional information on hand washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You 
for listening to C. diff spores and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome to the program, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we thank our sponsor, Clorox Healthcare, for making this program possible. And we welcome back Sue Barnes and Wesley Laporte to continue discussing contaminated cell phones and tablets in healthcare. Welcome back, Sue. Welcome back, Wesley. Thank you. You're so welcome. And before we close our show today, Sue Barnes, would you mind sharing some closing comments and information that the uh, global listeners can take away with them today? Yes, of course. Well, first of all, um, I want to thank you for the opportunity uh, to share the information. And um, I I really want to end by sharing my general philosophy of uh, prevention related to infection prevention, which is until we have achieved sustained zero preventable infections, I think we need to continue to be early adopters of innovative technologies and approaches that support our efforts to reduce patient infection risk, such as bone soap. So thanks, Nancy. Oh, thank you so much, Sue. We really appreciate your input. And I I know our global listeners appreciate you and Wesley's um, information you've shared today. And Wesley, before we close the program today, would you mind sharing some closing comments and information that our listeners can take with them today? Sure. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Nancy, for letting us be on the show today. uh, phone soap, our goal is to eliminate the, inf- the infection risk posed by contaminated cell phones and tablets. Um, you know, our device, through smart tracking and reporting, healthcare workers can be certain which devices were disinfected and when. And this is very powerful information to have um, because with phone soap, there's no human error. Um, it works the same way every time uh, as opposed to a, a disinfecting wipe, for example. Um, those two pieces together make phone soap Med Plus a really powerful tool that can be used to uh, reduce infection risk. Um, and you can find more information about that at phonesoap.com. We also have com- consumer products available also uh, for cell phones and tablets. Uh, they're really good at cleaning common household bacteria like staph and um, salmonella and flu and cold viruses. Uh, and those, those take several minutes, but charge at the same time, like I described previously. And then the Med Plus, of course, which is available for uh, healthcare facilities that, um, you know, kills those same bacteria to a greater degree, but also more difficult to kill bacteria such as and pathogens such as uh, C. diff spores and, um, and does so in... 30 seconds instead of 10 minutes. So um, two great devices for two different uh, uh, settings, and then both of those can be found at phonesoap.com. Wonderful. And Wes, when we, um, you know, discuss this with patients and their families, they would want to use the consumer product at their home, correct? Yeah, the consumer device is designed to be uh, both effective and uh you know, economically accessible. So, uh, you know, we've designed a device that allows you to charge and sanitize 
uh, your device at the same time. And so while in a, in a consumer setting, it, you know, as you're charging your device, which takes several hours, um, to disinfect simultaneously for, for 10 minutes isn't, um, is something that's really easy to do. But in healthcare, they don't have 10 minutes to um, sit around between, um, you know, handing off a shared-use mobile device between patients or between staff. Um, they just have, you know, very few precious seconds. And so, uh, you know, that's where the MedPlus comes in is, you know, it's much faster, more um, effective, uh, also more expensive, obviously, but uh, that's the main difference between the consumer and the and the medical device. Okay, and when we talk about nursing stations, outpatient centers, we're talking about having them look into the MedPlus uh, product, correct? Yep, absolutely. Okay, terrific. Well, I thank you on behalf of the C. Diff Foundation. We all thank you, uh, Sue Barnes and Wesley Laporte, for joining us today to discuss the uh, phone soap and the contaminated uh, cell phones and tablets in healthcare. To learn more about their products, please go to phonesoap.com or you can always uh, call us at 919-201-1512 to get information about phone soap and their products and we can always you know um, provide you with their contact information and at this time the members of the CETA Foundation wish to acknowledge all of the organizations around the globe that are dedicated to improving health the organizations and professionals researching and developing new products addressing C. difficile infection prevention, treatments, protecting the gut microbiome, and addressing environmental safety products worldwide. To also learn about clinical trials in progress addressing the prevention and treatments of a C. difficile infection and recurrent C. difficile infections, and how you and your loved ones may be able to take part in a clinical study, please visit the C. diff Foundation's website, www.cdifffoundation.org, and click on the tab, Clinical Trials in Progress. Please help them to help you to help others. We would like to also thank Pfizer, Pharmaceutical uh, to uh, who are now the uh, diamond sponsor of the seventh annual International C. Diff Conference and Health Expo that is taking place on November 6th and 7th in St. Louis, Missouri at the Doubletree St. Louis Westport Hotel. We are grateful for the international keynote speakers joining us for the two-day conference and for a number of C. Diff community industry leaders who are sponsors and will be exhibiting at this amazing two-day educational event. Uh, as all of us say here from the CETA Foundation, none of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. We thank you for joining us today as we send you our get well wishes around the world. Thank you so much for joining us today. We look forward to uh, having you join us next Tuesday. Uh, at the same time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on www.cdiffradio.com. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in this week for C. diff, spores, and more. Be sure to join your host, Nancy Kerala, again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of our program on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. None of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. We'll be right back. 